Welcome to another episode of the Alter Your Health Podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in. If this is your first time listening, hello and welcome. We value your time and energy and hope you receive a lot from tuning in. As a listener-supported show, we rely on you to help us grow. We'd be so grateful if you share the show or a favorite episode with a friend or fellow health seeker. Living a healthy and nourishing life doesn't always come easily, especially in today's crazy world. But that's why we're here, doing what we love, hopefully helping you along with information and inspiration that fuels your health pursuits. If you're looking for more support, consider subscribing to the monthly Meal Guide membership. Just $11 per month gets you access to a weekly meal guide filled with healing and delicious whole food plant-based recipes, along with invitations to our regularly scheduled support calls where we can connect, answer questions, and keep the good vibes flowing in our healthy lives. You can learn more at www.alter.health slash meal dash guides. And if you're looking for more in-depth support, check out our other services. We offer both one-on-one consulting as well as educational programs. All of our current offerings are listed at www.alter.health. Our ultimate goal is to empower you to heal yourself. Keeping with that theme, let's dive into today's show. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of our Wisdom Wednesday from the Alter Health Podcast. I'm Dr. Susanna Alter. And I'm Dr. Ben. And we're both naturopathic doctors who empower individuals to heal themselves with whole food, plant-based nutrition and mind-body medicine. So I'm really looking forward to to today's conversation. And this is going to be all about what we can do, we being like me and Susanna but maybe also you, to break the cycle of judgment. And let's talk about what that is. Let's talk about, I mean, I don't know. I don't think we need to give any backstory or anything like that, because I think we all have the experience, probably to some degree, pretty fresh in our own lives. Uh, Some example of maybe someone hurt our feelings So we felt a little bit hurt and then we kind of said something that like, you know, reciprocated the hurt and then they felt hurt. And to whatever degree, that sort of back and forth cycle is and has been perpetually repeating since the dawn of time. (laughs) And I think that that's helpful to know. But at the same time, it's also maybe helpful and inspiring to consider that we don't have to perpetuate that futile cycle ad infinity into the future. And we can, in fact, put an end to it here and now by declaring our own well-being and sovereignty and freedom and in so doing, I think that we all have that potential and opportunity to um, just separate from that cycle that's so heavy and uh, so difficult. You know, that being said, it, it is so difficult to separate from. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the way to really separate from the cycle is to really understand what the cycle is and what creates and perpetuates the cycle. Um, You know, it's, it's really interesting. I just want to speak personally real quickly um, because uh, you know, in this kind of example where maybe we were on the receiving end of, of kind of a hurtful experience and we feel hurtful, 
you know, it's, 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 it's one thing. Yes. You were saying it can be an easy tendency to kind of reciprocate, reciprocate, reciprocate in that hurt. Like, Oh, well, well, that person is just stupid or that person is just ignorant or that person is just whatever, you know, and kind of, um, and, and maybe we, we act out and, and speak from that place of judgment. But I also want to talk about a circumstance where, you know, it might, there might be even a little more subtle, a subtle kind of tone of judgment where it's almost like a more enlightened place of judgment. Like, oh, well, yes, I know that, I know that that person is just, uh, you know, doing the best they can with what they've got, but, you know, I'm going to be the better person still and not do anything. And, and, and even in that place, there's this, this hint of judgment of I'm better, they're wrong, I'm right. And the cycle persists. Exactly. I'm glad that you're bringing up those more nuanced topics because, and because that's really where we're at in today's world. You know, it's like there's this uh, righteousness and whether it's the people who are awake versus the people who are asleep, whether it's the lions who are courageous versus the sheep who are just following orders, whether it's the right and the left and the up and the down and the vegans and the carnivores and there is always and where will always be two sides, two tribes. Of course, there are many more than two, but there will always be tribalism. There will always be sides. And and it's so helpful and important to identify with the unifying force from which all things are inspired, from which all ideas come. Um, you know, and that is our divinity. That is our true nature. And I think the more we can identify with that soul essence of ourselves, and the more we can see that in others, regardless of the forms and shapes and flavors that it takes, because, oh boy, I think we all know that the human expression takes on many forms and flavors, and a lot of it is hard to swallow and hard to like it's like wow is that person really you know, a part of my human species <laughs> but yes they are yes they are and i i think you know in more of like a spiritual metaphysical context i think that the more fragmentation for lack of a better word the more like dispersed like craziness that happens the more wild that humanity gets and expresses you know our like our colors in all sorts of ways the more opportunity we have for unconditional love compassion appreciation respect and tolerance and like period and that doesn't mean that you that we tolerate just that which we are able to it means we stretch the boundaries of our tolerance and that, like you were saying, Susanna, it doesn't mean that we do so with snubness, even though snubness and that, is that the word snub, snug, snug, snub, <laughs> but like, you know, like it's just that, that kind of air that, okay, well, I tolerate it, but I know I'm better. Mm-hmm. I tolerate that stuff. I tolerate people who just eat animals, but I know that, you know, plant-based eating is the best. And yes, I'm human. And that is actually my thought process. <laughs> 
<laughs> I do tolerate them, but also I acknowledge that thought process. I acknowledge that feeling of righteousness and I, I deepen into it and consider the embrace and appreciation and the unconditional respect and admiration for the colors in which humanity comes into form. And, um, and I, I think that there's like this idealism where we do have the potential to totally dissolve any sort of judgmental thinking. But at the same time, the reality is most of us, most of the time are engaged in judge, judgmental thinking. And we can see that judgmental thinking for what it is, just kind of, you know, energy, noise, uh, you know, just formless stuff flying through us. And we can recognize that that's not us. That's mm -hmm. just coming through us. And we are something bigger, deeper, greater. And, uh, you know, yeah. 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 I mean, where I want to kind of jump in is like, you know, we were talking about how we're, when we really understand what the judgment cycle is and where it comes from, then we can, you know, break free from it a little bit more. But I think the first thing to understand is that human beings are judging beings because we live in this understanding and this reality of duality where things are either good or bad. Um, everything, like in every moment, like I'm hungry. Ooh, that's bad. Or um, it's raining. Oh, that's good. Cause I didn't want to go outside today or you know, whatever. It's, we're so easy to judge whether something is good or something is bad or whether we agree or whether we don't. And that is human nature, whether, <laughs> whether we want it to be or not. Um, that's the nature of the thinking mind. And so, um, you know, to kind of have this ideal expectation that we're going to stop judging altogether, mm. it's not realistic, right? Um, but if we understand that, you know, that's where all people are kind of operating from, we see how, how it really is just part of like human nature and how some people form really strong um strong beliefs about what is good and what is bad or what is right and what is wrong. And every single person has their own unique reality that is made up of those beliefs and those thoughts. And um, that's where people operate from. And yeah. that's really what judgment is, is it's just thoughts mm -hmm. that we uh, assign value to and that we buy into and take seriously. I feel like we could talk about this forever <laughs> i feel like we could talk about the human nature of judgment forever um and i want to i want to also bring up just this other really important concept that's coming to the forefront of my thinking right now which is also the idea of okay like okay there's on in any scenario there's two parties right there's the judged and the judger right and there's the, there what if you want to look at it that way but there's there's the, the there's two parties to any relationship and we're all responsible for our internal experience we cannot in any way ever control the apparent other in any relationship we can do our best to appease them we can placate to their needs we can be nice, we can be tolerant, 
we can be respectful. But at some point, we have to acknowledge that we're doing our best and they're doing their best and they might still feel judged. They might still feel criticized. They might still feel disrespected or hated. They might still feel and perpetuate that, that kind of suffering and that separation. Um, and that's not our responsibility to bring them into the space of uh, unity, right? And I realize that when I'm even talking about this now, I, of course, I'm using the me and the them and the us and the them. And and maybe it even sounds like, oh, well, I'm more awake and enlightened because I recognize this and they're not. But the fact is they are awake and enlightened. Everyone is awake and enlightened. It's just to what degree they're operating and recognizing their enlightenment. And I forget, you forget, we all forget. It sounds like a like a song. I forget, you forget, we all forget, but we do all forget, and we are all remembering. And um, so, I guess I just wanted to bring up that that idea of like you know just taking responsibility for what's going on inside, uh, because that's all that's within our control, and uh, we're never going to be perfect in our human expression. We're never going to say the the quote unquote right thing all the time. We're never going to be the nicest that we can be, but that's not our responsibility. Our responsibility is to be authentic, aligned and true to the energy that's flowing through us. And sometimes it's really messy. And then that mess gets spewed across the internet, spewed across the dinner table or in any other way, meet someone else in relationship and they might be offended. And then there's that opportunity to work things out and seek and seek and find and, and be in that common ground and unified field and every taking advantage of every opportunity to come together um, despite the perceived separateness is uh, what we need to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think, you know, when we go back to this, um, if there was a how to of how to break the judgment cycle, um, you know, first we understand what perpetuates the judgment cycle, right? We've talked about what judgments are, um, but really going back to something you said earlier, Ben, when we identify not with our thinking mind, not with our story, not with our right and wrong judgments, but we identify with our true nature, our soul, our um, infinite wisdom, our infinite um, joy and peace of who we are in our mm -hmm. core. And we also identify with others as that same essence, despite we, we see we that see them essence, as that that reflection in the perceived other. Right. It doesn't matter what they're saying. It doesn't matter what they think about you. It doesn't matter any of nothing. Nothing matters. None of the superficial thinking stuff matters because you see the true essence of that other person. You have that true namaste experience where you see the divinity in someone else and you see the perfection of the entire uh, interaction or whatever it is. You just you see it on a deeper spiritual level and uh, you see in that moment, there's nothing to judge. Um, 
there's nothing wrong about what's happening in that present moment. Yeah, it's like waking up from a movie or a dream, or I guess you don't wake up from a movie, but you see that you're in a movie. You see that you're in a movie and it's like, oh, this is really a dramatic thing. And I can literally like press pause. I can literally be that much in control of my experience where I just disengage, if only for a microsecond, to reevaluate how I'm interplaying and inter interrelating with uh, what's going on in and around me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think in that moment, I mean, what's what's what distinguishes that kind of feeling from that kind of um, fake acceptance or fake tolerance or whatever is that you actually see the other person as the same as yourself. You see that you are the same. You see that you're connected. You see that you're on completely equal playing fields. Yeah, you... There's not this, this self-hierarchy still of I'm more awake or I'm this or I'm that. I'm better. Um, you, you see that you're the same as the other person. And I think that there's also an appreciation of the innocence of, you know, the self-innocence of me doing my best and the innocence of that other person, of them doing their best. And, um, and of course, sometimes it is fake. Sometimes, sometimes it's not real. Some, sometimes we are just faking it. Um, and we know that and we feel that. You know, just like when someone says, I'm sorry to you, and it's like, that person's not really sorry. That person's just opened up their mouth and the words, I'm sorry, came out. They're not, that doesn't mean that they're sorry. Um, You know, it's like we all have the knowing and the resonance and the ability to uh, attune to that level of truth. And that's not to say that we need to or can in any and all moments, but we can at least orient ourselves in that direction and be guided by that, by that force for good Mm -hmm. that, uh, you know, so yeah, I I like that you um, are breaking this down of the steps of how to break the judgment cycle. (laughs) Well, and I just want to, I also want to share an experience I had real um, quickly recently a recent experience where um i i was responding to a situation thinking that i was coming from a loving and grounded and accepting place you know i was i was essentially still kind of looking down at this other community like my tribe is is more informed and better than your tribe or whatever and um it was a really humbling experience um to realize that actually i i was still very much in a judgmental place that I wasn't as centered and grounded as I thought I was. Um, and, um, yeah, I just want to speak to that kind of that humbling, that, that humbling feeling that just washed over me because in the moment when I really did see like, Oh wow. Like the people in that group that I separated myself from, when I really saw that we are all made up of the same stuff and we are all, made up of this amazing divine stuff. Um, there is this moment when I had where then I judged myself, like, Susanna, how could you even think that you were any better than these people? Um, so then I had to let myself off the hook for, of course, being human and having a thinking mind that has a tendency to judge. Yeah. So. And I think that's maybe one of the biggest take-home messages I know for me is to, you know, have this vision of the idealism of the utopia. We are one. 
have this knowing and have the space for the messiness of my own human experience. But always it's like this kind of force field, this magnet that's like, okay, I'm going to like go around and be a mess. But there's this gravity that brings me back to the truth, the capital T truth, which is the unity and that fact that I am this soul essence in human form doing my best. And I can see and recognize that in all reflections, in all relationships. And it sounds kind of uh, hard to practicalize that, hard to bring that into physical reality practice. But at the same time, it's not because it's there. And it's like, there's this force I feel it. I feel it like all the time. I don't always recognize that feeling, but I, but whenever I want to, I do whenever I, (laughs) whenever I allow myself to do, I do. And, uh, I can, I can be guided by that. So of course, as, as always, this is, these kind of things are hard to put words on and talk about. Um, but if you are resonating and feeling it, Feel free to drop drop any feedback. Let us know how you are doing with breaking judgment cycles in your world. I know that humanity at large is ready for the new earth in which uh, a space in which these judgment cycles are not guiding forces, but just, you know, fading into the background because uh, the guiding forces are the forces for good. And I feel that we are collectively moving there. And the way to do so, I think, is bringing that level of awareness, that level of compassion for ourselves, for others, for the world at large. And uh, we appreciate you for tuning in Mm -hmm. and doing your part. Yeah. Yeah. So if you are guided to these weekly Wisdom Wednesday calls and you want more, please know that we do have our weekly Peace on Earth program where we meet in a weekly Zoom call and we dive into these topics in much greater depth. And you can join on a sliding scale for as little as $25 a month. So to learn more about that, go to alter.health and we'll see you next week for another Wisdom Wednesday. Peace and love you guys. Bye for now.